Red alert, red alert. All hands to the battle station. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Battle Station. I'm your host, Tucker, and today I'm going to be showcasing a build inspired by none other than our newly crowned Star Trek Attack Wing world champion, Jordan Cott. Jordan is honestly one of the most creative fleet architects I've ever met, and pretty much everything he's ever run would be appropriate for this show. For this episode, however, I want to talk about a list he ran not in either Nationals or Worlds, but in one of the quick plays in the days leading up to them in Origins. Specifically, I want to focus on his take on the USS Constellation, but with a few upgrades to his list derived from other builds he ran in later tournaments, and of course, with my own special Battle Station spin as well. The USS Constellation is a Federation Constitution class that weighs in at the typical 3 attack, 1 agility, 4 hull, and 3 shields for a total of 22 points. It has the classic Federation action bar of evade, target lock, scan, battle stations, and has two weapon slots and two crew slots on its upgrade bar. The Constellation's firing arc is a 180-degree forward arc with no rear arc, and its maneuver dial features green 1 and 2 straights and 1 banks, white 3 and 4 straights, 2 and 3 banks, and 2 hard turns, and red 3 hard turns and a 2 reverse. As always for a unique ship, the ability is why we're here. The Constellations reads as follows. If all of your shields have been destroyed when attacking with your primary weapon, you may gain plus two attack dice. If you do, place an auxiliary power token beside your ship. You cannot roll any defense dice during a round in which you use this ability. The Constellation has all the typical advantages of the Constitution class. Decent hull, Type 8 phaser ray and upgraded phasers compatibility, two weapon slots to put them in, an attack value of three to qualify for using them, 180-degree forward firing arc, enough hull to carry a small craft, and a maneuver dial featuring both a reverse and white hard turns. Its named ability also allows it to become something of a glass cannon, rolling seven attack dice on every attack once its shields are down with Type 8s and upgraded phasers equipped. The disadvantages are also the same as the other Constitution classes. A total durability of 7, no tech slots, and no rear arc. The USS Constellation is Matt Decker's ship in the TOS episode, The Doomsday Machine. It's hit by said machine before the episode begins, and ends up exploding inside of it by the end of the episode. Its competitive history is about as short as that. Jordan ran it in quick plays at Origins, but it has little competitive history besides those instances. So, what's the trick to this build? Obviously, the Constellation works best when its shields are destroyed. The Vulcan elite talent Vitosh Kutur would be great for this, but there's a problem. It reads, when attacking, during the roll attack dice step, you may discard this card and up to three of your other upgrades and or active shields. Gain plus one attack die for that attack for each upgrade or shield you discarded with this ability. This upgrade may only be purchased for a Vulcan captain assigned to a Vulcan ship. Obviously, the constellation is in Vulcan, so normally we couldn't use it here. But a Vulcan captain and ship-only talent on a non-Vulcan ship calls for a trick from the attack wing days of yore, Lore. Lore is a four-point independent captain that reads, 
Add one crew slot to your upgrade bar. During the roll attack dice step of the combat phase, you may discard one of your crew upgrades to roll plus one attack die for that attack. You may assign any elite talent upgrade to your ship, regardless of faction restriction, and you do not pay a faction penalty when assigning any elite talent upgrade to your ship. This means that we can use any faction locked talents on any ship with lore, including Vitosh Katur. Not only does that let us go to 7 dice almost immediately, but it also makes that first shot a 10 die out the strike. But we can do better than that. Our two weapon slots will obviously be filled with Type 8 Phaser Ray and Upgraded Phasers to add two dice to all our attacks, which I'm already counting, so that leaves us with three crew slots, one from Lore, to play with. The first will go to Sakona, a two-point independent crew upgrade that adds a weapon slot and reduces the cost of all weapons that cost five or less points by two. In her slot, we'll put Tactical Station, which can discard to add two more dice to an attack roll, making our running total 12. Tax Station also adds another weapon slot, which will fill with dual phaser banks. That reads, when attacking with your primary weapon, during the roll attack dice step, you may disable this card to gain plus one attack die. This upgrade may only be purchased for a Federation ship and costs plus three SP for any ship other than a Constitution class ship. No ship may be equipped with more than one dual phaser banks upgrade. That puts us at 13, and Lore can discard Sakona, who's useless after setup, to make it 14. That's what Jordan did originally, but let's see if we can make it even better using some of his other technology. We have 11 points and two crew slots left, but before we do anything with those slots, let's add an Admiral. Matt Decker seems like an appropriate choice. The Constellation was his ship, after all. He's a one-point Federation Admiral that comes with a minus one captain skill modifier, an elite talent slot, and a fleet action that reads, target a ship within range one of your ship, including your ship. Target ship gains plus white attack die this round and suffers one damage to its hull. You could use this on yourself for the attack die, but you're probably better off using it against your opponent. Or, since you're rolling so many dice, just taking a target lock. While his ability is very strong, we're using it here to get a talent slot. We'll fill that slot with the one-point talent Think Fast. Lore means we don't pay faction penalties on it, but since it's a Q Collective card, we'd never pay any faction penalties anyway. Think Fast reads, during the roll attack dice step, when attacking with a primary weapon, you may discard this card and disable one of your other upgrades to gain plus one attack die for that attack. Or, during the roll defense dice step, you may discard this card and disable one of your other upgrades to roll plus one defense dice. Obviously, we'll be using the first ability, and since Lore can discard a disabled crew to get his bonus, we can use Sakona for both Lore and Think Fast. This is a trick Jordan used with a different build at Worlds to get bonus dice. Assuming we don't decker ourselves, importing it to this ship puts us at 15 dice. That seems pretty good for a primary attack Alpha Strike, so let's give the rest of the build a little battle station spin. We've got two crew slots and nine points left to work with, and the Constellation's ability drops an APT every time we want to use it. That sounds to me like a perfect place to put in the Pavel Chekhov that comes in the USS Reliant pack. He's a three-point Federation crew upgrade that reads, Your ship can remove one auxiliary power token after performing a white maneuver. 
This lets us access almost our entire maneuver dial while still using the Constellation's ability every turn. For our last crew slot, I'm going to use Eric Amatz to convert it to a tech slot. He is a two-point Federation crew that does just that. Why not systems upgrade, though? It's the same price and not unique, but it gives us a shield, and on the Constellation, that's a bad thing. If Vitoshka Turk can't take off all our shields in one go, then we don't get the Constellation's two bonus dice. So Eric Motz it is. We have four points left to spend on this tech slot Eric Motz gives us, and there's a pretty obvious choice. We're on a ship that wants to be flying with three hull, no defense dice, and no shields, and that already has a way to remove APTs built onto it. That makes it a prime candidate for enhanced hull plating. Enhanced hull plating is a four-point Federation tech that reads, during the roll defense dice step of the combat phase, if your ship is not cloaked and you have no active shields, you may add up to two evade results to your defense roll. If you do so, place one auxiliary power token beside your ship for each evade result you added with this upgrade. This upgrade may only be purchased for a Federation ship. You cannot deploy more than one enhanced hull plating upgrade to any ship. Being able to cancel some hits when we need to will give this build a lot more staying power. And since it's rolling seven attack dice even after its alpha strike, that makes it a well-rounded threat. The final build looks like this. USS Constellation for 22 points. Lore for five points with faction penalty. Vitoshka Tur for five points with no faction penalty. Pavel Chekhov for three points. Matt Decker as Admiral for one point. Think Fast with no faction penalty for one point. Upgraded Phasers for one point with Sakona discount. Type 8 Phaser Array for zero points with Sakona discount. Eric Motz for two points. Enhanced Hall Plating for four points. Sakona for three points with faction penalty. Tactical Station for two points. And Dual Phaser Banks for one point for a total of 50 points. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed putting it together and, frankly, as much as I enjoyed seeing Jordan fly it. If you did, please feel free to give us a good review on iTunes and drop me a message on the Battle Station Facebook page if you have any feedback. We'll see you next time, but for now, stand down red alert and secure from Battle Station.